0: Hello there and welcome to the Andrew Staples Show. I'm your host, Andrew Staples. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast. As you can tell by the uh, title of this episode, this is a Miami Dolphins draft recap uh, episode. Thank you for, if you listen to the Buffalo Bills recap. Appreciate it. It was a short episode, under 10 minutes. Get you in and out. Tell you what you need to know. Uh, on this one, this one might be a little longer because Miami had a ton of picks. And we're going to talk about them. And we're going to talk about maybe what they should have done. It wasn't as high on this draft as a lot of people were. No, it was not. So, let's get to it. Speaking of to it, top. um, they did not move up, which I... Okay. If this was a regular offseason and the teams were able to... If Tua Mania had taken over, like it should have... I think they would have had to trade up to get Tua, and I think that they may have traded all the way up to two, and that the Redskins may have gotten a haul, but it didn't happen. They couldn't do all the checks that they needed to do. Tua's a risk but the risk could be worth the reward. And this is the team that passed on Drew Brees because the doctor wouldn't clear him. And look at the career Drew Brees has gone on to have. So I think, you know, staying put at five, risking it. And, you know, maybe they were happy to take Herbert at five. Maybe they were happy happy to take Jordan Love at 18. That whatever, you know, I don't know what goes on in the uh, front office there. But I think that they did the right thing. I just, you could argue that they could have taken, took it, uh, Oh, that was bad. Taking a offensive lineman there, but I just think, you know, you go for the quarterback, you know, and you have two other first-round picks in this draft and two first-round picks next year, so it's worth the risk. And this was the guy that you were technically tanking for, and you still got him at five, didn't have to give anything up. Um, you know He doesn't have to play this year. I think it'd be wise move to have Ryan Fitzpatrick start. I think they'll end up with another draft pick. It may not be very much, but I think Josh Rosen will get moved sometime this off season. You know, I need to speculate on that. Where would be a good fit? Real quick, because we have time. Where would be a good fit for Josh Rosen? All right. <coughs> Cincinnati, no. Washington, no. You know, Detroit. No, they signed uh, Chase Daniel for backup. Never mind. Giants, maybe. They don't have a whole lot, I don't think, behind. Daniel Jones, but then, you know, that's... Then you get a little iffy. Chargers wouldn't make the move. Carolina wouldn't make the move. Obviously, Arizona wouldn't make the move. You know, maybe Jacksonville throws them a sixth round pick and they get uh Rosen that way. Cleveland's got Case Keenum. They're not going to trade him to the Jets. The Raiders got Carr and uh Mariota. Tampa's got Brady. I don't think Berserians likes Rosen, but maybe. Maybe. Maybe a light-round pick there. Uh San Francisco... I think they're happy with what they got. Denver, they don't really have a backup, but I don't, like I said, I don't know. You're almost a team that needs to develop in behind your guy. So, it almost, you, almost, you know, Atlanta would make a little sense. Um, Dallas signed Andy Dalton last night, so they're not going to be in that market. Um, maybe Pittsburgh. Uh, that would be an interesting fit, you know, putting behind Ben Roethlisberger. I think that would, you know, if I'm Pittsburgh, I might make that move. Fifth or sixth round pick, make it a, Make it a six that can turn into a five. That would that would make some sense there. Uh, the Bears they have Foles and Trubisky. Uh, the Rams they don't have a backup quarterback right now, but it wouldn't surprise me if Blake Bortles doesn't resign there. Philly have drafted Hurts. Minnesota doesn't have a whole lot behind Kirk. Um, the Char- uh, they're not going to turn him to the Patriots. Saints have Jameis and. Um, Hill. Uh, Packers have love. They don't have much behind Russ and Seattle. Don't think Baltimore would make any sense. Maybe Tennessee. That'd be funny. Get another Dolphins backup quarterback. Um, I'm forgetting somebody. Like I said, Green Bay wouldn't make any sense. Who am I forgetting? Kansas City wouldn't make any sense. So yeah, you know, usual suspects. Yeah, Pittsburgh would make a lot of sense there. I think they should trade for Josh Rosen, former top ten pick just a couple years ago. All right, so going back to what Miami did, uh, love the two pick, made a lot of sense. Definitely worth the risk. If it doesn't work, you've put yourself in a position where you're decent. You're going to be a decent team no matter what. And you know, maybe a free agent quarterback, maybe a trade, maybe you're looking at if this if. Tua never recovers, there's going to be options. Heck, Aaron Rodgers is going to be available soon. So, um, you know, Austin Jackson liked the player, didn't like the pick. Didn't like him going at 18. Uh, had Ke- Ch- uh, Calavon Chasen ahead of him, had Justin Jefferson ahead of him, had Kenneth Murray ahead of him, and had Brandon Iuka ahead of him, had Patrick Queen ahead of him. So I was a little, you know... I think they could have done better there. I think they could have gotten Austin Jackson at 26 if they'd stayed there. That would have made a little more sense, I think. Um but they took him at 18. If if, if I had been running that draft room, I would have taken it would have been either Murray or Jefferson because I would have wanted to get to another weapon or Murray to lead our defense or maybe even Chasen for a pass rush, but uh, they went with Austin Jackson. Uh, did, they traded down from 26 to 30, and they took Noah, who I cannot pronounce his last name, so I'm going to call him Iggy, uh, the cornerback out of Auburn. Didn't see any mock drafts with him going in the first round. This was definitely a reach. I felt, yes, and I'm not going to play the al Mama song, but, uh, I did think DeAndre Diggs was, uh, or not DeAndre, uh, Trevon Diggs, excuse me, was a better pick, a better corner, um... I think Xavier McKinney and the uh, safety Grant Delpit from LSU were better picks there. So, you know, if it had been me, I would have gone, I would have tried to have gotten Justin Jefferson at 18 and come back and hopefully would have gotten um, Austin Jackson at 26 or 30. But they didn't, and uh, more power to them. Um, Their second round pick, I used it on Robert Hunt, who's going to be a guard out of Louisiana. Lafayette, uh, again, you look at some of the players like Delpit. Um, Chenault, the wide receiver from Colorado, would have made some sense there. Jonathan Taylor, the running back. At the time, they hadn't made a trade yet for a running back. Um, Epineza would have made a lot of sense there. Like I said, Diggs. Uh, there was another one. Denzel Mims. So, Kristen Fulton, as well, the cornerback from LSU, fell all the way to 61. And, you know, maybe take a Josh Jones out of Houston, the big tackle, who fell to the Arizona in the third round. Those would have been guys that I would have been interested in. Uh, same thing, like I said, the tackle. I would have been interested at 56 when they picked. But I like who they got at 56. We're calling Davis. Uh, saw some mocks that had him going in the late first, early second. This seemed like a good spot for him. And, you know, you can never have too many good defensive linemen. Uh, the rest of the draft, uh, they ended up trading a fifth-round pick for Bradfron- Brad... 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 Let me. the, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Let me look it up. Matt, Matt Breida, the running back from San Francisco. So they did fix the running back situation and uh, there, I think. And the uh, son Jordan Howard in the offseason as well. So that's a good one, two-punch. Cheap, not a lot invested there. Come back next year, you'll have two firsts and two seconds because of the Texans deal for Larry McTunzel. And, you know, you never know who's going to get cut that could end up bouncing over there. Uh, The third round, they took Brandon Jones, the safety from Texas. Fourth round, another guard, Solomon Kinley from Georgia, big guy, 6'3", 340. Two fifth-round picks, Jason Strobridge, defensive lineman from North Carolina, and uh, outside linebacker, defensive end, Curtis Weaver from Boise State. was a little surprised he fell the fifth round. Uh, they took a long snapper who I know nothing about, Blake Ferguson, from LSU, and they ended up they're taking Malcolm Perry, the quarterback receiver from uh, Navy. So yeah, they didn't they didn't add any real weapons until the seventh. You know they didn't even take a swing at a receiver until the seventh round. And you know this isn't a team who is deep at receiver. I mean Devontae Parker really came on last year, and yeah, I think they still have Albert Wilson, but I would like to have seen another receiver added. And the deepest receiver draft in year in decades, uh, they don't take one you know until the seventh round who wasn't you know a receiver. So it's odd, but um, you know. And I look, I'm going to look at some of the third round. Like let's look at pick seventy. They most of the receiver you know Bowden to Kentucky, Brian Edwards from South Carolina with the Raiders, uh, Devon, Devon. Devaney, the wide receiver from Texas, would have made a lot of sense. I uh, surprised he lasted as long as he did. He filled a 92 to the Ravens. So, you know, would have loved to have seen a receiver there. Uh, I, like what they did with the running back situation. I think they could have positioned themselves a little different and got better value in the secondary and in the offensive line. So, because of the Tua pick, Raquan Davis, who I was high on, I'm going to give him a B-minus. Um, it was almost a C plus, but I feel like with taking the risk on Tua and not giving up anything for Tua it bumps it up. And we'll see. You know, you, they ended up making 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Hang on. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11 draft picks. They traded for, for Breda and uh, they have two firsts and two seconds next year. So, And they added a ton of players in free agency. So, We'll see what ends up happening. I like what they I like it. some of their later round picks and uh felt like they could have done better in the first round. So I'll go be minus. And uh it should be a fun season. Uh Fitzpatrick really had those boys that offense uh flying there toward the end of the year. And uh should be a fun team. Uh based on the acquisitions they made I'm gonna put them second right now in the East. I had Buffalo as the one seed, and I'm gonna put Miami at number two. You'll have to tune in to the next episode where we break down the New England Patriots draft Patriots draft to see where I rank them. So again, thank you for listening. The Buffalo Bills draft recap is already out. The Miami Dolphins thank you for listening to the Miami Dolphins recap episode. Whatever time you may be listening, I hope you have a great rest of your morning afternoon, evening. Take care. Be safe.